0: Who are the people that you've interacted with over those years? What sort of different mentoring styles have you come across from other people that you've been mentored by?
1: Yeah, I feel like also, you know, paramount to if you're fresh in business, like obviously Mm -hmm. usually there's not a whole lot of capital to invest into different things. And I really appreciate the investment that goes into mentoring and I 1,000% think that it is one of the best things that you can do to accelerate Mm -hmm. yourself. But there definitely are lots of different areas to get support with
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. Now, I'm really lucky today. I've got an amazing naturopath a very good friend, Emily Banks, in to talk to us. So we thought today we'd talk about her business and her mentors and how she's come along that road because many of you are still at the beginning of your journey or you're at a point in your journey where you're changing and you're moving you're thinking this isn't quite suiting me I want to do something else I need to incorporate something or maybe I just want to grow I want to do something differently and I met Emily five or six years ago now something like that probably something like that and Emily you've gone through a lot of changes like in as I have I've gone yep. from purely seeing people one-to-one and doing some programs with them to now mentoring as I get closer to retirement but yours isn't anywhere near close to retirement my dear uh, <laughs> you <know> yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell us about a bit about your journey and um, introduce yourself to our, our listeners Emily
1: Thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm Emily. Pleasure to be here and talk a little bit about the amazing ups and downs of business and clinical practice. I graduated in 2014 and I started a business pretty soon after graduating. I just am not someone that was ever cut out for a nine to five job or predictability. (laughs) So I started out in business in 2014 as well and worked in several positions as an independent contractor to clinics, I felt a little bit undervalued in some of those Mm. positions and found myself doing a lot of the business side of stuff as well. I then started my own private practice and moved into different areas to be able to do that as still as an independent contractor or as renting a room and then expanded to two different locations, operating clinics in both locations at the same time, and then moved into just (laughs) expanding basically Mm. for (laughs) constantly. (laughs) The biggest move for me was expanding my business to take on another naturopath and that then evolved into... Uh, taking on quite a large commercial space and building a team to be able to fill that space, all of that was incredibly high stress, and I went through different programs with mentoring to help me during the expansion and you know trying to stay sane through all of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. you went for a lot. You had a lot of you took a lot of people on. There was an acupuncturist, massage therapist, it was all yeah. sorts. Yeah, the birth,
1: the birth practitioner. Yeah, there was a beautiful team. And one of the biggest things in that business that I found difficult was to be able to take. On all the responsibility of marketing all of those different professions as well, because that was just included in my role at the time. Other people were not necessarily as active in building their audience. So trying to fill everyone's books was uh, quite a stress for me. And I found also just the fact that we were treating everything made marketing very difficult. I did then create Practa Pro as well, just before the expansion of that clinic. And that is designed to help with marketing and help to streamline clinics. Clinical processes. So that assisted a lot in some of the workload that we had as, as clinicians. But then COVID happened. <laughs> <laughs> And I was at a point at that time of my life where I felt really trapped because I'd built a business and a life based on a brick and mortar location, somewhere that I didn't want to live. I'd just moved there because the opportunity had come up. A very long-term relationship had come to an end. So I was just living alone where I didn't want to live, feeling super trapped. And when COVID happened, it gave me a minute to breathe and to be able to figure out how I was going to redefine and re structure my business so that it would work for me because I just was at a point of being, I was frustrated and fed up and I was super exhausted. I have autoimmunity as well so my hair falling out always tells me if I'm taking on a bit too much. Yes, that's um, a bit of a giveaway. <laughs> yeah, it always is. So I had a two year plan by 2019 to be able to start to downgrade the clinic so that I wasn't mm-hmm. so exhausted and just focus on niche areas that I was really enjoying treating, being skin issues, um, specifically acne and and I no joke the week that like COVID hit the fan I was due to sign a new lease for two years and I don't know what happened inside me but I was just like no I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to see how this plays out. I then did a lot of pivoting to be able to continue to operate the clinic because our acupuncturist, obviously, was still able to operate. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot to try to get used to in that time that I'm sure a lot of people resonate with, Uh the stress of deep cleaning and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And I took some time off because I was absolutely exhausted. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I had, uh, I suppose, a breakdown. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well overdue. I always knew that when whenever I stopped, like whenever that time came where I stopped, Mm -hmm. I knew that I wouldn't be well and I'd been trying to avoid that. But I spent that time in that super uncomfortable place, really thinking about how I wanted my life to look, realizing the ways that I had been trapped by the location I was in and stuff like that and restructuring how I wanted things Mm -hmm. to look in a business that provided freedom. And I also knew that I only had enough adrenal energy to be able to pivot once. So I could either pivot and make the current business work and keep trying. Or I could do something entirely different and spend my adrenal energy building that. And so I chose the latter. I had my business at the time valued, which was an incredibly advantageous experience that I highly recommend when you're early on in business. That allowed me to really see the numbers, really see the logic behind what was happening in the operation of that business, which I assumed I understood because I was the sole operator, but I was making massive assumptions about where money was coming from and where money was going. So that really helped me to be able to understand what I needed to do to be able to increase certain margins, create the impact that I wanted, work in the way that I wanted, and to be able to maintain you know, the income that I was used to as well. So I opened the acne and eczema clinic in August, 2020, mm-hmm. and it's obviously still <laughs> operating, <laughs> but my life looks incredibly different. I haven't lost my hair for quite some time. I'm a lot less stressed because I It's just me and my admin employee to Mm -hmm. regulate. (laughs) So it's a much smaller team. And also it's a niche area. So it's, you know, it makes marketing and everything like that a completely different experience. And this launched me into product development and things like that as well to be able to create what I needed. But also because I really understood those margins around products, I knew I needed to do something else for passive income. So my life now looks like turnover-wise, pretty similar but without an additional five staff contributing to that and without the stress of managing all of that turns out I'm not so great at human resources (laughs) and it also looks like you know much less time consulting different systems in place so that things are streamlined and it takes a lot of the stress away from me obviously there's still always stress involved Mm -hmm. with being a clinician but it's yeah, the, all of this pivoting has taught me so much about business and the ins and outs.
0: See, all through this time, I mean, you've had a lot of mentors. We met with a mentor all those years ago. And then since then, you've had other mentors. And we just before we started, we had a little chat about the differences in mentoring. So when I see people, um, you know, at the end of a mentor session with me, they've got a list of like, jobs to do that they're accountable for I'm you know I'm like well, haven't you done that? you know like you can't have that business name someone else has got yeah, you know yeah. they've got their business name already we need you to do this we need you to do that and there's so my mentoring is very straight down the line I've never been your mentor let's make sure everybody knows that that's not our relationship at all so you've had lots of other ones that I've never seen or heard of you're in Queensland I'm in South Australia so we do see you know the stuff that comes on your feed is different than stuff that comes on yeah. mine so Who are the people that you've interacted with over those years? What sort of different mentoring styles have you come across from other people that you've been mentored by?
1: Yeah, I feel like also, you know, paramount to if you're fresh in business, like obviously, usually there's not a whole lot of capital to invest into different things. And I really appreciate the investment that goes into mentoring. And I 1000% think that it is one of the best things that you can do to accelerate yourself. But there definitely are lots of different areas to get support with. And I have found myself sometimes with mentors that don't really align with me and aren't providing the sort of support I need. So what I've seen mostly is there is is mentoring when it comes to clinic and being able to actually get that clinical support, which is a huge thing for people yeah. who don't have the confidence and don't have the years behind mm-hmm. them to be able to just go straight into treating and, and take on all of that load. And I think this is massively important if you're finding that you have a fear of, of treating people and a fear of taking on a large mm-hmm. a larger patient load because of your own fear mm-hmm. and anxiety around you know, inferiority or not knowing everything. By the way, no one knows everything. <laughs> yeah,
0: no one knows everything. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're all still looking things up. They're we're all still looking learning. things up.
1: Yeah, but you know that can be a huge block for people at the start of business, and that can be what topples them over and keeps them stuck in that resistant mm-hmm. stage. So I think clinical mentoring is absolutely amazing because you can mm-hmm. get the knowledge and wisdom of people who have twenty plus years' experience mm-hmm. in the industry and know all the gold nuggets. There's then more business mentoring. And this is where obviously people need support. We're not taught how to be women or businessmen. Mm-hmm. At, at college, there's not really much discussion about it and in the ins and outs. And we can have a really idealistic version of business as well. Like, oh, well, I'm going to charge that much now. So I'm going to make this much per year. Well, that's not really how it goes. <laughs> 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 so, with business mentoring, I find there appears to be two streams to it one that is more logical, statistical, analytical, looking at how the business is operating, what your overheads are, what your turnover is, understanding how to charge properly and understanding how to expand a business in accordance with how you can grow. And then there's also an energetic kind of spiritual side of business, which is where we look more at our own, our own fears, our own projections, our own frequency and what we're calling in and how we're maybe stopping calling in certain things. And I think all of these things are important to look at, they all have their place. But depending what problems you're coming up against, mm-hmm. which will be different at every different part of your journey through business, one of these is going to help you more than the other usually.
0: <laughs> <at that laughs>
1: particular time. So for example, when I was looking at pivoting my business and transitioning entirely in three month period, as opposed to a two year period that I'd planned out, I needed analytical statistical mm-hmm. mentoring and advice at that time. So I sought out a business uh, valuer and they are an accountant as well. And we looked at all those numbers and how things had to look different for me to live a life of freedom that I wanted. Whereas when I was, you know, five, six years ago, I really Mm. needed the spiritual development because my own brain was holding me back in a lot of ways. So there's a time and place for all of it. But I feel like sometimes we're not clued in enough as to what we need and as to what the challenge is to be able to seek the right person.
0: Yeah. And it is something I think that's really essential. So I mean, for me, my mental when I first qualified, was one of my lecturers, and I would go down to his house. I would drive almost an hour with my files, and we would go through my clients <laughs> with my files, with my you know paper files, and then I would drive all the way back up here, and then I get to see my clients. And you know the business we, uh, in college, our business mentoring was terrible, and I have seen it in all of the colleges, and it's terrible everywhere. It's it's just such an afterthought. It is. And so, I mean, I'd already been in business before, yes, in another country. So it wasn't, you know, there were things that were different. But And I wasn't looking to open my own business at the time. I mean, I was in home. So I, you know, you've got buffers when you're working from home that you haven't got when you're going out and you're choosing to be in rooms and take on other people. And all of those things need a special sort of mentoring that, and your head has to be in the right space to do it all.
1: As Absolutely. Well. And most importantly, it's got to be the way that you're expanding has to be mm. in alignment with you. And I am so grateful for all I learned through my previous business, because mm. it's set the foundation for my life now, which is what i want but I think that also sometimes you can just get caught up in like going with the flow of opportunities and that's Mm. that's what happened to me I just was seizing every opportunity given to me and I ended up building a life that wasn't in alignment with my values Mm. but at the same time it would have taken me a lot longer to get to where I am now if I didn't just go head first into all those opportunities and learn in hindsight and on the way Um, (laughs) but I, I hope that some of the difficult experiences that myself and other people have gone through can help others to uh, avoid some of that discomfort and pain and, and stress and mm. loss when you're looking at finances mm. and stuff like that in regards to large commercial leases and things, yeah.
0: yeah. the Because, uh, I mean, you've made some amazing things along the way. The health graph that I've got on my website and that I've told so many people about, you know, it's a game changer for lots of people. And, you know, that's something that just along the way you just seem to create and go, here you go, everyone, look what I've made. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, well, that's oh,
1: literally yeah? how Pro was born. I was like, this is what yeah. I do. And everyone's like, how can we buy that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, I've always been doing that, just creating things that make Mm. my processes easier. My brain just seems to work in a way where I can think up those sorts of ideas and action Mm. them relatively quickly. Because every time I come up against the same problem more than once, I will try to create a system to correct that. Because you can't hold a large patient base and have all of that stress and all of the additional work that can come from a practice that's not streamlined. So in every part of my growth, I've always been looking to streamline the process so that my growth doesn't equal exhaustion.
0: Yeah. That's almost a that is a post it note. My growth <laughs> should not equal exhaustion.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And <yeah. laughs> I find so many people I talk to as well with Practipro, you know, often mm-hmm. like with the custom version where you're creating all your own content in the report. Some people I chat to when I'm, you know, upfront with mm-hmm. them, I'm like, you need, you need at least a couple of hours or a day to put this information mm-hmm. together. They're like, oh, I don't have time to do that. And I just think, well, I hope that you enjoy how you're operating because if you're not going to make time or don't mm-hmm. feel that you have time to change and streamline what you're doing, then like, you're already so stuck.
0: Mm. And that's what I see as well with lots of people. They're really stuck where they are now. I mean, I've suggested to people that they try particular systems when they're so used to a system and then so ingrained with a system and they've gone to a company system and then it's turned to cut. It's been a disaster, Geraldine. I can't do it. And it's, you know, think about it right at the beginning. What system am I going to use? Totally. Right at the start. Where am I going to store these notes? For me, I was going from paper to then I was like, I've got to store these in the sky somewhere, you know. So, I mean, I... So I'm using Halaxy, which was HealthKit then, and I'm still yep. using it, you know, yep. and it's free. So <laughs> I know you use Health it as well, don't you? Yeah. I yeah. still use it for invoicing. That's all I yep. use it for now. Right. But
1: I agree. I think if you have some foresight to be able to know how you want to operate, then choosing the system you're going to stick with from the start can make that a lot easier because changing systems can be complicated and it takes yeah. a couple of months for it to, yeah. you know, smooth out.
0: Yeah, and learning that new system. So, I mean, even though I was learning the chain from paper to helixer, even though I'd had it forever and hardly used it, you're still learning a new system. And if there's no time in there to learn something, it's very frustrating very very frustrating so yeah it's a really good idea as soon as you hit one of those blocks or one of those problems right at the beginning you go okay i need to streamline this so it doesn't happen on the next person the next person and i'm chasing my tail absolutely
1: and you know on that note i wish that i got zero when i first started my business because if you are in a space where you need to do some analysis around money you know where money's going what the turnover is Mm -hmm. where your margins are you need all that data and so many people at the start of business don't have that set up and it changes how you can confidently make decisions to how you're going to change your trajectory or evolve in business.
0: Yep. It's zero. And personally, I'm just everyone needs needs Stripe because you've, again, got all of those analytics within the system that can tell you what's going on with your ROI is and you know what your churn is and all of those things. You have to know those things Mm -hmm. and they're there. They are there waiting for you to look at as long as you've got the system set up in the first place to be able to look at it, nut it down. And if you don't understand it, talking to someone about it, who can?
1: Absolutely. But, you know, yeah. you need to have the numbers to talk yeah. to anyone or yep. it costs you a lot of money for them to yep. figure it out. So, yeah. you know, some of those things at the start may seem like they're not necessary, but they're mm. so vital to be able to grow and make those decisions. I track so many different things in my zero to be able to understand if i'm launching a product like when has that paid off where is the profit margin like it allows me to see how long i'm going to stick with something and a lot of people don't have those numbers and can't Mm -hmm. make those decisions from that analytical perspective Mm -hmm. and this is where we can end up in trouble in the long term because we can feel like everything's going swimmingly but Mm -hmm. sometimes that's not how it is on paper
0: Yeah, when you sit down and then the the tax man comes back and you're like, oh, oh, I thought I was doing better than that. I was spending all this money. I was doing all these things. But in actual fact, I haven't paid myself a wage. I haven't given myself a holiday. I've got nothing going into my super. There's all of the things that go with it.
1: Absolutely. You know, it's really important that we receive. We Mm. give so much and are expected to give beyond our capacity most of the time. And it is so important that you are being rewarded and paid for your work. And a lot of people, I mean, at the start of business, I didn't have anything set up to pay myself a wage. And that was a really big step for me was deciding like how much I could afford and all that kind of thing. And every time I give myself a pay rise now, it's a beautiful thing. Cause it's like, I know the numbers. I know that I can do this and I deserve this because this is my life and my livelihood. And I deserve to be paid for that. <laughs>
0: Like any other person, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, we will leave it there today. But I'm having such fun. Would you mind coming back again, um, and chatting? Well, that is fantastic. So, thank you so much for joining us on the Bite Size Podcast. I really appreciate it. So many insights there, and and we'll look forward to seeing you again in a couple of months. Thank
1: absolutely. you. Thank
0: you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes.